Welcome to the Well Fuel Podcast, your spot for everything gut health, detox, hormones, a healthy home, mold, and everything in between. I'm your host, Isabel Smith. I'm an integrative and functional registered dietitian and the founder of Isabel Smith Nutrition. Hello, hello, friends, and welcome back to the Well Fuel Podcast. This is Isabel, and I'm your host. And I'm super excited today to talk to you about a topic I'm really passionate about. This is not over-prescribing or over-recommending DIM. DIM is a super, super hot supplement out there. And if you have not heard of DIM, DIM, if you just Google DIM or you, if you are somebody who's been on the TikTok interwebs, you might be seeing or hearing about DIM. So DIM stands for diendolmethane, and DIM can be a super, super effective way to help lower estrogen levels. Now, the issue here is that it's super, super effective at lowering estrogen levels, which is really powerful and positive for some and really negative for others. We recently had a client who's been a longtime client of ours who I was asking them to not be taking their DIM supplement that the doctor was recommending without a test. This doctor was not testing and was recommending DIM, recommending DIM, recommending DIM. And I said to this client, I'm just worried that it's lowering your estrogen too much. Do we know that this is actually the problem? DIM is extremely powerful in reducing estrogen levels. And oftentimes, somebody with what we call estrogen dominance or irregular periods or PCOS Sometimes people can get a little happy with recommending DIM supplements. And DIM is excellent. It does a really good job, but if you don't need it, it can be really detrimental. Draining estrogen too much, if it's inappropriate for a specific person, and we would know this by doing a Dutch test only, can actually make things worse. Low estrogen can also appear like high estrogen. It can make for uh, irregular periods. It can make for worser symptoms, PMS cycle irregularity, all sorts of stuff, which can appear like somebody would have estrogen dominance, perhaps. However, like I just said, and I'll repeat again, low estrogen can also look this way. This client in particular, which is super common for us, super common in general, was exhausted, is exhausted, has had a lot going on, and has really a tired body. A tired body often does not produce hormones adequately or well enough or adequately in in quantity enough. And so when we think about that person and we zoom out and we think about what's going on in that person's body, one might ascertain that, you know, reducing estrogen may actually not be what they need because in fact, probably supporting the adrenals may be a better indication for them. This was actually, in fact, what was going on in this person's body. The DIM was lowering the estrogen too much. It was actually negatively influencing and impacting their body. It made them have worse PMS symptoms, longer cycles, more painful ones. And this person was just beyond exhausted. Again, I had a hunch that this was going on. And when we took a look deeper and we were looking kind of further, once this person went and got their blood taken, they found that their estrogen levels were super low. So a new doctor recommended they stop. And I was just super grateful that this was found. So why would a Dutch test give us this information? So Dutch testing gives us the information about how much estrogen, what types of estrogen, how the estrogen is being digested and processed through the system, how fast methylation is going. And if, let's say if the estrogen levels are not particularly high, but they're kind of okay, however, the issue is that methylation is a problem, right? What happens is E1 goes through 
uh, CYP1A1 pathway and then goes through the COMT pathway and then is through methylation. Sorry for those of you guys who are like, what is she talking about? But basically it goes, it gets processed in the liver and then goes through the methylation uh, process. If methylation is happening slowly, all we need to do is properly increase methylation and that will more appropriately, that would actually drop estrogen levels down entirely. But now if this person is given DIM and we don't know that methylation is actually happening too slowly and they are given DIM and we speed up methylation, then this person is going to have a double whammy, right? If methylation is happening at the right speed and we still have high estrogen levels, that's when DIM is indicated, right? But we don't need DIM if either the type of estrogen is wrong or the way that it's being processed is is not appropriate to actually have DIM come in, pop in, and lower, you know, in the system. So it's a little bit technical, but that is exactly why we don't follow recommendations for randos on the internet who don't have appropriate tutelage or, or background or understanding to be giving us powerful supplements like DIM. I am a super stickler for not giving anything that would affect the hormones without really properly knowing what exactly is going on with the hormones. Hormones are super sensitive. They are influenced by so many different factors and they influence so many different factors. So we want to be really thoughtful about what we're using, how much we're using and what's really going on in somebody's body. We want to be really thoughtful about the overall picture, what's happening with the adrenal system, how tired this person is, what's going on and never, 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 never giving powerful supplements like that without properly understanding what exactly is going on in the body. So if this is you, you're sitting there and you're like, oh my God, I'm on dim. I'm not sure if I'm supposed to make sure you're working with somebody. Please do not take this supplement without properly knowing what's up. And if you are on it, you should be regularly tested to make sure that it's still accurate, still adequate, that what you're taking is good for you, that it's the right choice. Okay. So I don't mean to scare anybody, but I just want to be thoughtful about this. There, you know, we want to really look at the whole pathway what's happening in the system, right? Because another example is if somebody is taking DIM because their estrogen looks high or feels high or something or is actually low though, or the problem is up, you know, above in the adrenals or with DHEA production or something else, we're we're getting at it at the wrong point. We need to make sure that the problem truly is that the estrogen levels are too high if we're going to choose a supplement like that, it could be elsewhere in the pathway. And when we're doing it in that fashion, it actually can make more of a mess. So be, be cautious, friends. Make sure that you're working with the right person. Make sure that you're paying attention to what's really going on and that your person is properly explaining to you the why and what for. They're showing you why you would need this supplement and what it would do for you You know, before you hop into it. Because like I said, having high and low estrogen can sometimes look the same. And that might not even be the problem. So as always, thank you for tuning in. I appreciate so much you listening. We we love you. And, you know, thank you for, for your participation. And please, as always, reach out with any topics you want us to record on. And we will see you next time. Have a great rest of your day. As always, thanks so much for listening to the Wellfield Podcast. We're so happy to have you. To make sure you don't miss a beat, please subscribe either on Apple or Spotify because we have episodes dropping once or more a week with tons of great content. If you want to make sure that you're up to date on everything we're doing in the business with our clients and new offers and all the things, make sure that you check us out at Isabel Smith Nutrition on Instagram and IsabelSmithNutrition.com. See you guys soon.